pack the mankini, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Axe and Iron Podcast. I'm Chris from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by the legendary eye oiler, Roy from Vintage Axe Works. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. I call him Hoops. Other people call him Michael Hoops. Michael Hoops. Hey, what's, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Uh, pretty good. I was just uh, working on some orders for the website, and uh, you guys gave me a call, so... Hey, so set something straight here, because I watched your YouTube video, and the intro, the guy that you had on there, some big burly dude, <laughs> said his Wait, name, his name ain't... That's not Michael Hoops' video. That was the other dude's YouTube video. Well, I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking... This big burly dude's like, his name ain't Hoops. It's something. So how do you pronounce it? Uh, people, uh, it's pronounced Hoops. But uh, everybody calls me Hoops, and Hoops. like, yeah, yeah, and everybody around where I live call me Hoopy, ah. <laughs> and okay. they always say, they always say we want a Hoopy hammer. What oh my the? God. <laughs> Wait, how is that Hoops? Yeah, O P S is Hoops. Yeah, that's just how it's uh, pronounced. It used to be uh, like an E S at the end, but they took the E out or something like that. What so. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 when I explain it to people, it's easier. Just like uh, yeah, just like hoops, like hoops. Yeah. 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 I've always I've always called you hoops. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. do we get everybody's last name fucked up? Ben Snoor, <laughs> Michael Hoops. It's hoops. just you. It's just yeah. you. You're Maybe you're so you're so know. disrespectful. You won't even take the time <laughs> to learn their fucking name. For those of you guys that don't know, Mike. He is a blacksmith extraordinaire, tool making mofo. How long you been uh, blacksmithing, Mike? Um, since 2016, I would say, and like uh, I got started because uh, my boss, where I work, he wanted a forge, and we seen a break drum laying on the ground, and I'm an amateur welder. Yeah. So, so uh, I put it together, you know, looked at some pictures of what a coal forge would look like and put like a blow dryer on it. And uh, he put it in his garage for about three months. And um, he's like, hey, you want this? I'm not going to use it. Uh, you can, <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, you can probably take it to your house. And I've seen where they like make uh, knives from files. So I took it home and uh, I looked up how they make knives from files. So I went to the flea market and got some files, did some stock removal on them and, uh, it, you know, and heat treated them and it just, they was too thin, you know, yeah. they wasn't wide or anything. So I needed something else. So I, I had like a, a railroad track anvil and, you know, I just drew them out and watched videos on YouTube and right. for like a year and a half. That's all I did is make, uh, knives or railroad spike knives or uh, slingshots, and I really just gave them away for gifts. Yeah, just mm-hmm. because I like to do it. You did like all the beginner bullshit that everybody does, pretty much. Yeah, I think the first thing I made was like a coal rake out of a piece of rebar. Yeah. yeah, and now you're making all these badass tools. You're hand forging anvils. You got a fully decked out shop. All that in four years. It's fucking that's crazy, dude. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, once I got down on the tool making path, it's like a wormhole. It's hard to get out of. And, right. Uh, because there's a bunch of tools that I want, you know. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll send out all the good ones, and my tools are like the duct tape, you know. Yeah, yeah, together. yeah. I keep, <laughs> yeah. I, keep all the, I keep all them for myself, and I always dream of having one of, one of the nice ones. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I own a couple of your tools that we've uh, we've traded on. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, your tools are top-notch. I can't believe you've only been doing it four years. That's ridiculous. So how, did, means, you two, how did you two get to know each other? So we have a mutual friend uh, that lives in Maryland, Paul Beisler. And yeah, you've talked Paul, about him before. Yeah, so Michael. And it's like the only friend that you have, right? That's it. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Hoops went to, I, I know it's not Hoops, but I'm going to fucking call you Hoops. He went to Paul's place and stayed and went to a BANA conference in Richmond, Virginia. What, what year was that? 2000? Uh, it was like two or three 18? years ago. 19? No. I, yeah, I guess it was two or three years ago. But anyway, we met there for the first time in person. So, but we and you're call. and you're from um, out uh, kind of close to Columbus, right, Michael? Yeah. Well, I, I'm probably an hour south of Columbus in Ohio, and I live in a town called New Straitsville, and it's the home of the Moonshine Festival. So that's really cool. You know, so huh. they make hmm. they we have a distillery here. It's, it's right up Roy's one. alley. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't like that shit. New Straitsville? That seems weird. Christy yeah. wouldn't be able to live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, and, the te- and the town itself is in Ripley's, believe it or not, for having the world's longest burning mine fire. Some, like, angry miners. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And there's lots, of ca- there's lots of cave-ins and mine shafts in the woods so, and everything. No shit. Yeah, and so I, I live in Cool Township, so that's... That's where my name comes from. Ah, okay. The Coal Township Forge is what you call your shop. Yeah. Let's talk I, about your shop a little bit because for four years, you got this place pretty decked out. Yeah, you yeah. got some presses and stuff behind you. Yeah, I got I got the big blue first. Uh, I got a really good deal on it, and it's the 155. And it took me a while to get the compressor, you know, up to what I wanted yeah. it to do, so it hit the way I wanted it to. And it's early 2000 model so i did a lot of modifications on it you know ah, the way i wanted right and it and i didn't get into it for the money but it was a lot easier to make money with the power hammer and i was right. able to get presses ambles grinders so i get a day job so i just take all my shop money and put it right back into my shop ah, yeah i'm with you okay right on and how is the tool business doing for you right now um oh it's great I used to sell on Facebook a lot. Yeah. But I don't really get on there too much. But Instagram Fuck. is where it's at for me. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Facebook. Fuck them. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, I'd just been selling on... Uh, sometimes I'd put them up for bid on eBay. And just it was just kind of an excitement thing. Because I yeah. was wonder, wondering what they were going to get. Right. It kind of gives you a gauge of what people are willing to spend on your stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and right? then in the in the meantime, I started selling them through private messages for the longest time. And then is your website relatively new? Yeah, my website, I had it since February, and it's been blowing up. I mean, even during the coronavirus, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what's the uh, name of the website? It's uh, com. There you go. 
ColeTownshipForge.com. And you got, I see you run Big Blue. I've talked to you about that stuff before. Uh, you got the Blue Max 155, which I'm assuming you bought used. Yeah. Yeah. And then you bought the 50 ton? Yeah. And uh, uh, my wife, and she's like, hey, you're going to need to make another big expense. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I think I am. So, <laughs> so, so, so I was going to get a coal iron. But yeah. it was like, oh, man, it's going to be like a year wait. For, for like, the 50 ton, you mean? Uh, yeah, at the time. And, right. then, and then I got with Andy at Big Blue, and he's like, man, we'll have it to you next week. So I was like, all right, I'm in business. And now I think <laughs> uh, Coal Ironworks doesn't even do the 50 anymore, do they? No, my buddy Ben tried to get a 50, and they, yeah. they, they canceled it. And uh, he ended up getting a 25 ton, though. Hmm. So, do you want to talk about the blue power the power hammer and the press? Do you like them? They're all good. Because I know uh, there's a lot of ups and downs about them, and we're not we don't necessarily need to bash them, but maybe you could give people a little bit of insight on the to what they do for you. I know Paul's a big advocate of the big blue tools, um, but how do you feel about the the press? Um, the press, I love it, and I mainly use it because um, I'll get drops or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, new drops to uh, make my hammers. And I like to, uh, you know, just weigh them out for what I'm doing and then resizing them on the press. And that's a big part. Oh, okay. And uh, punching the eye, you know, that's really important. Yeah. It, it helps me do a bunch in a row. I want to punch Chris in the eye all the fucking time. <laughs> I think that's – doesn't uh, – Liam Hoffman uses the same exact press, doesn't he, for the same thing? Doesn't he just have his set up for punching eyes? Yeah. 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 He he runs the fifty ton as well. But I'll tell you what, running a power hammer, um other than that, you know, all my stuff's made under the power hammer just because uh you know, you get longer heats, uh the scale bounces right off. Right. Um it just looks better. It, it uh you could get sharper edges with the power hammer in my opinion. Yeah, crisper. But I'm not really the experience with the press as much I, as I am the power hammer, but I'm still learning. Uh, okay. How long have you had the press? Uh, I would say about a couple years. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'll tell you, man, that thing is nice. It's quiet and it's strong. You know, I had some buddies that have 25 ton presses and I'm like, yeah. come, come up and try the 50 ton. And they're like, man, I need to get a 50 ton. I know they get done using it. When I watch your videos, you when you're forging those anvils, like pulling out the heels and pulling out the the uh, cones and stuff of the anvils, I'm like, holy shit, that thing. I mean, it it works, and you can do some precise stuff with it too, like real slow moving stuff. And you use it as a clamp sometimes too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's awesome, and it's just all about the tooling. If you could build really good tooling, you could get really good results too. Yeah. You're all over the place. I see you just listed some axes. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Your last three posts, all axes. And all three different styles. Yeah. See, for the longest time, I made axe drifts and axe punches. And I was like, you know what? I want to make a set for myself. And then there was this guy uh, that came down. And he wanted to make his dad an axe for Father's Day. And it was, uh-huh. like, the day, it was like the day before. Of course. And, and uh, he wanted to make him a throwing axe. Mm-hmm. So uh, to test my tools, I made a wood carver's axe just because I think they look cool. But I'll probably just use it for a hatchet. Yeah. Right? 
but I think they're a pretty unique looking axe. So I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So weight is one and a half pounds. Uh, yeah. A- ash handle, and you dyed it black. It looks like. Or did you burn it? Probably yeah. Burned it. Yeah, I burned it. That's like his signature. That's like his signature on his tools. Mm. He's got to burn them up. So how do you like woodworking, Michael? <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys, <laughs> dude? We want to burn it. That's all we want to do with wood is burn it. (laughs) The only thing about wood I hate is if you take too much, you can't get it back. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks. Yeah. In the metal, if you take too much out of one area, you can manipulate it probably and get it back to where you want it. Yeah. So of the three, of the three axes that you just made, which one would you consider your favorite? So you Uh, did. So for the listeners out there, you did a carving, a felling and a Viking style. Or splitting axe, I'm going to call them felling. Splitting axe. Um, um, I'd have to say the the carving axe. I, I'm more of a hatchet guy. Uh-huh. And something you could probably put, you know, in a backpack or something like that. Yo, those are fucking clean, too. Yeah. yeah they, they, they're, they're, hard, they're hard to find something wrong with those with the tools and shit you make, honestly. And you, you know what really amazes me after I got done forging axes is... Uh, I mean, that it, that it was an axe. I, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, that it's like a dude. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> it, it, it's like a, a pound and a half of steel, which would be small for a hammer. But you yeah. can make a pretty big axe because yeah, you're, stretch, you're stretching that. I was like, I had to double check myself a couple times. I'm like, man, this looks like a four pound axe. Yeah, it's like yeah. a two pound axe. I've mm-hmm. done that before. I've taken a billet and like tried to yeah. practice making axes, and I start out with like a four pound, and by the time you're done, you have a bit that's like twelve inches long, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" It just turns yeah. out to be huge. But yeah, you can use a small, small piece of material to get a very big axe. Yeah, and the, the um, what is it? The splitting axe. I made it, and it was so far out in the front end, I had to cut it off because I was like, "Man." I was yeah. like, there's like too much steel here because yeah, you know, and it you still gotta, ended up being three pounds. Yeah, because you got to <laughs> make them a thin, and the eye takes up a lot of room. So yeah, I mean, it, it amazes me. I like the detail that you're putting on the pole of both of uh, the uh, the carving axe and the splitting axe. You got a couple little indentations on the corners, just a nice little detail thing. The pole, yeah. if you don't know, Chris, is the back end of the Shut axe. Shut the fuck up. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Fucking <laughs> moron. You're a what's, moron. What's up with this, the skull path you went down? Adding Seriously, skulls. let's talk about that. Okay. I, think I, know where, I think I know where this came from. I think I know where the story's going to go, but go ahead. I'll let you tell it. Okay, here's how the story went. Uh, I seen these skulls and uh, people making skulls just uh, on blacksmithing for beginners. Then I started getting inspired by it. I yeah. Found out, I found out much later, maybe a year later, that Michael uh, Dillon, you know, yeah. made them. Yeah. So, so I didn't know that when I was first starting out. But, you know, his are pretty good and inspirational. Yeah, and his are badass. Top notch. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, I just started making some skulls because they were uh, fun to forge out, and people liked them. And, uh, you know, I put a couple on eBay just to see if they would sell, and they did. And then then I started making, like, um, skull anvils. Yeah. And um, this woman wanted a skull for each season, so she wanted... 
<laughs> what? Uh, yeah, she wanted a titanium skull, a stainless skull, a brass one, and a regular one, so she could set them one up for each four seasons. No shit. Yeah. And then somebody got a, somebody got a tattoo of your skull work. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, on his arm, on his bicep, it looked like. Is that where it was? I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> this, this this guy asked if it was. Was okay. it you, Chris? Is no, it, you? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Holy shit! Yeah. It, and or you know, I, I actually I actually have a, a a customer that bought a hammer, and he got the hammer, my hammer. Yeah, his anvil and gloves tattooed on his arm. It's it's also in my Instagram feed. I'm like, no wow. Shit. See, I thought the story was gonna go. The first skull hammer you made went to our buddy Wayne from the, the Maniac Pirate Forge. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that was the first place that I saw either of you two. I don't know how I saw it, or maybe it came up in my feed, but I saw the skull hammer going to going to Pirate Forge, and I was like. What the fuck? This guy's making skull <laughs> hammers? And then I saw Wayne's stuff, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Wayne thinks yeah. he's a pirate. So. <laughs> yeah, Wayne got a hold of me, and he was like, hey, dude, I want you to make me a hammer. You have free artistic, uh, you know, say on it. You know, I just want it to be real pirate, stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I just looked at his page and came up with his uh, Pirate Forge edition. as like the copper wedge and the, the stripes yeah. on it. It's killer. It's killer. Are you and, putting copper wedges in all your stuff now? Uh, no, no not here really. and there. Because I have all the tools you sent me have copper wedges in them, and I just thought that was a sick little uh, adding, yeah. you know, little little feature you were adding to it. Yeah, when you do the hickory with a walnut wedge and then throw and the a copper cop, wedge, oh, dude. oh man, it really. You just want to, you just want to grab that. <laughs> oh my just god! Rub that oil on it. <laughs> yeah, dude. So whenever you oil. Did, yeah, whenever you did that fucking video and you sent it to me, I was uh, dying fucking laughing. And you're like, yeah, I did that for you, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't, shit. Seriously, I don't know why this has become a thing, but so many fucking Because people, you're a psychopath. I'm that not a fucking why. psychopath. <laughs> Fuck off. So many people do these little fucking parodies of me oiling the fucking eye. And I never meant it to be anything that it has fucking become. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, that it's all a movement, you, man. It's I, a movement. Yeah. Oil the eye. Look, I don't looking like know. Buffalo Bill oiling up oh. their axes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like all these little cartoon stickers with like the butter and the. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about these uh, mini anvils you make that are just fucking outstanding. They, they are look re- so cool. They are ridiculous. So last so, week, whenever we were trying to, sorry, Chris, whenever we were trying to get going, uh, yeah. we're, we were going to try to record last week. I brought my wife in. I was like, look at this guy that we're getting ready to fucking talk to. Look at these anvils that he's making. And she was like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like that. It's so freaking cool. Um, it, seriously, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, fucking they're badass, awesome. dude. Thanks. They're crazy cool. When did you start doing that? Um probably a couple years ago and what happened was is that i had this rare 10 pound trenton yeah anvil and i hate that i've got i traded it for like a because now it's 50 pound german yeah now it's worth like a billion dollars well yeah and yeah and and anvils for me is real inspirational on seeing how things were forged and everything like that and so it inspired me to make my own 10 pound anvils yeah so uh 
that's why There's... I got into that. And it's a it's a real fun process, you know, other, you know, just to get away from hammers a little bit. It's really fun to push the metal and make it Realistically, go, you know? how long do those things take you? Oh, uh, anywhere from like six to eight hours, I would say. Jesus. I thought you were going to say a couple days. And those things are a, badass. And when I make one, everything goes into it. it you know, I have to have a striker. I got to have the press. I got to have yeah. the power hammer. And there's just weird ways that you got to hit this thing. Tons of cleanup. Yeah, tons of cleanup and, re, you know, put throwing it back into the forge. And, yeah. Yeah. So are they your anvils? They always have the, the socketed eyes. I Because I noticed I'm scrolling through your feed here. Some of your... Your skulls have X's over eyes or um, something like that. Um, are they all kind of the same for your anvils? Um, for the anvils, I've never really did an X'd out all eyes, but okay. um, I wouldn't be opposed to it and see what it would do. But, you know, a lot of that stuff is customer influenced. They'll be like, uh, hey, okay. uh, uh, there's like, hey, uh, since you're making skulls, can you like put one on a hammer for me? And uh, that's where it all started. You know, and uh, and this other customer was like, "Hey, can I have X's on my eyes instead of the the sockets?" And I was like, "Yeah, cool, yeah." So a lot of it's just that you know happened that way. So be straight, Michael. Do you like custom work, or is it just a pain in your ass? Um, I'll say this that you know, custom, <laughs> <laughs> custom work isn't for everybody, and um, you know, I like it. Uh, I like the upbeat. Uh, I'm forging every day, um, trying to get out my orders, and you know I like a challenge, and uh, okay. and so it's good for me, you know. And I'll space it out more since I got a website, since I get more orders now, and uh, it's good money doing custom. It you you are right. It's a double-edged sword um, where it's good money, but I mean the time consumption. I feel like um, some of my custom work. Um, just the front end, making sure everything, talking to the customer, making sure that everything is dialed in and just getting, you know, putting down their vision on what you're actually making and getting an idea of how it's going to go in the process. It just, it consumes a lot of time that people don't really account for. Um, yeah. And, and it can be frustrating, right? Because, you know, you've got an idea as a customer and I've got an idea as a maker. And sometimes what you want as a customer doesn't line up with what you can and can't do. Right. So yeah. it, it, there, it's a real freaking fine balance. It's not easy. Yeah. I, it, it becomes real challenging when uh, uh, I'm making something I've never made before. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. That was Joey. <laughs> Yeah, if I if I made something I've never made before and I'm struggling on it and I got all these other orders that I still have to do. Right. And like somebody will want me to say make an integral like a slate hammer or something like that. And I've never yeah. made one. Right. And uh you know, I'll get I'll I'll start to get behind and then I'll start to feel like a little stressed out. Uh are you like jam packed with custom orders right now? Um or is Maybe it just your just your regular tool orders? Yeah, it's just the regular tool orders. Um, okay. There's probably like I probably only have like one or two customs a month that are. Uh, oh, okay. What about your anvils? Do you sell those, or are those mostly for trade and stuff? 
Um, I sell a lot of them, but I also traded a lot of them. But, yeah. But here lately, I've been selling them. Oh, okay. And what's an anvil cost? I don't even know. Are uh, they on my, the website? Yeah, my London patterns are like four fifty. And oh, okay. for uh, what size? Uh, that's like a a ten or twelve pound, I think. Wow. And really, you know, I spent a lot of time on those, and I hell think yeah, I, I think people are getting a deal. But yeah, that's somebody, a hell of a deal. Yeah. If some, if, but if somebody wants someone for their collection or just to have, you know, I'll do it. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that uh, inexpensive. I'm not going to say cheap. But, uh, have you done any German patterns yet? Yeah, I did uh, a demo at Big Blue one year, and uh-huh. I made I made a North German for uh, oh, okay. for, for them guys. And yeah, yeah, guys, I, head over to uh, coldtownshipforge.com and go look at Mike's. I didn't realize you had uh, if you hit shop now, which is the first icon right on the middle of the screen. You literally have everything there. Way to be prepared to for this freaking interview. How is the, uh, well, how much stock, do you have all that stuff in stock? Because I know, like, uh, uh, Set Hammer, everything says made to order, but I know that's not always the case. Yeah, a lot of it's made to order, but sometimes if I have an extra day or two, I'll make some extra stuff and put it up for sale for, like, right. buyers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, your tools are fucking nice as and shit. And that's what I'll probably do for axes too. I'm not experienced on axes by yeah, any means. Right. And I like to I would like to just take my t- time and make a good axe. Yeah. And just put it up for sale. Yeah. So I don't like to do collaborations. You guys heard me bitch about that. But uh, Dad, don't don't even say that anymore. Because every <laughs> other post you put up is, "Hey, look what I did with this guy. Look what I did with him. Hey, look at this new axe. So, so that was with this guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's not what that is. That's it doesn't matter what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's collaboration, motherfucker. Um, so, Michael, you. You and I need to do just a, a really cool one-off project together. Um, I think yeah. it'd be awesome. Oh yeah, Should. definitely. American felling axe, three three Dude, and a half pounds. We gotta get we gotta jersey get style. All the maker axe blacksmithery dudes to do something like like Wayne's leather work on his fucking axe sheets. I guess you call those oh, sheets. Yeah. Dude, yeah. those are. I mean, it's a repetitive pattern. I'm not taking anything away from that. But the way he does it and the style he does it, it's like, shit, dude, that's fucking killer looking. Like, you can't deny that it's not badass looking. Dude, his le- I've, I've talked to him on, like, personally, like, yeah. texting each other. I bet he, you have. He, he, fuck off. <laughs> he, he spends so much time on his fucking leather. It's just unbelievable. And it clearly shows. Um, it's good. The so detail, good. the details that he puts in there. I mean, it's just off the charts. And and for me, spending three hours on a goddamn, I'm ready to shoot my fucking head off. Right. I, fucking, I, I hate it. You're uh, like I me can, with wood. Yeah, I have a bolo made by Wayne, and he did a leather sheath for me. What the hell's he, a bolo? Um, it's like a, a like a tie. It's it's like a machete. <laughs> oh, machete. okay. It's Wayne's craziness, South yeah. Florida shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If, if people see his embellishments on the leather, you know, and I don't think about it because I'm not a leather guy, but they're like, wow, I've never seen those punches before, and Wayne makes his own, you know? Yeah, so, he's, got oh. a cool, he's got a cool way of doing things. So everybody's like, let me see that, you know? So, like, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever met him in person, Michael? No, he wants me to come to Blade, but, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'm not going to Blade. I'm throwing that no. out there. I, I, I'd said you that already said before. that. I know, but I'm just 
I'm, I'm, I'm hammering it fucking home, goddammit. <laughs> I ain't going. Let's I talk about going. your shop a little bit more. What What are you working out of? I can kind of see a little bit behind you. It's like a, a four-car garage, but it's... Damn! It, 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 it's, it's, it's your it's, Lamborghini on the other side oh with, the, with the wife's Range Rover? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Just keep cranking those skull hammers out, baby. No kidding. Yeah, it's 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 like a deep four-car garage. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was all about deep. That was uh, Roy's nickname <laughs> in high school, actually. Deep four-car garage. <laughs> so you, I'm assuming you take up uh, half of it? Um, No, the whole thing's taken up. Oh, oh. It, we, then, we don't, I guess you don't have to park cars in there. <laughs> yeah, and th- uh, at first my wife was like, oh, man, you're, you're going to need to, uh, you know, get you a carport or something like that. But yeah. I, just got, I, get, I just got so much stuff. I'm in here now, but maybe someday I'll build my own. Ah, uh, okay. So, so what do you got for anvils? I know you get, you're like me. You got to have those, those German double horns. And... Um, I I got a 450-pound JP cooler. It's a North German. Okay. And um, I love it. And it has a one-inch hardy hole, so, like, all my tools fit in it. Yeah. I used to have a 528, but I sold it to a guy that shot that video for me that's on YouTube. Oh, right on. And other than that, you know, I collect a lot of 35-pound and under anvils that are yeah. pr- pretty rare. And I, I like to look at them and just get inspired by them. Yeah, you got a Fisher. What did you get from me that one year at Sofa? Uh, it was a 20-pound Fisher. Was it 20 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. So, so Chris, the other day I was uh, cruising around. I think it was Craigslist or Marketplace, and mm-hmm. I, I almost contacted you because there was a huge. It I'm was a five. Yeah, a 500-pound <laughs> German anvil. Yeah, with, really. Like a whole bunch of tools and stuff, and they wanted three grand for it, and I thought that seemed reasonable. I don't know. I don't yeah. know enough. Of, it it looked really yeah. fucking clean. Yeah, it had a bunch of tools with it, and it was clean. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad price. Yeah, I mean, those plus they're so, not they're not going they're not going down. That's for sure. <laughs> so I saw it in the morning. I eat my cereal, drink my coffee, look at fucking what's for sale for the day, and then Read by the, the time back I of the can- cereal box. Yeah, and by the time I came in for the evening, it was already fucking gone. Oh, yeah. It probably had a bunch of good tools with it then if it's already gone. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know enough about it. Yeah, that's not a bad price at all. Mm-hmm. That's I about, don't know. And that was close to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it popped up. I'm pretty sure it was on Marketplace. Um, I, I went down this stupid goddamn rabbit hole where I'm like, I always get on Marketplace and I forget to check out Craigslist. And yeah. I, and I found my air compressor on freaking Craigslist the other day. I don't know if you've been following that story or not, but I went down to Frankfurt to pick up a small air compressor. And it's this dude who was a retired auto mechanic. He owned his own independent shop. And right. he, he has this enormous shop that he built from fucking scratch. He's got a freaking lift in it. He's got a tire changing station. He's got fucking wall-to-wall freaking just new old stock parts and everything. And right. He's 78 fucking years old. And whenever I went there, I was like, dude, first off, I want to thank you for actually learning how to text because we were having a fucking <laughs> yeah. conversation over oh, text. Oh, cool. And I yeah, didn't that know can if be he was tough. like... That can be tough sometimes. Seriously. With, I mean, yeah. 
I just thought he was a normal fucking aged dude, right? So right. I get there and we're walking around, and dude, I can hear him like farting every fucking step he takes, <laughs> and he's walking around. Dude, and I'm just like, you hit a certain, you, you hit a certain age, you don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, so, it's like you don't give a shit. You do it out in public. You do it when somebody you just meet. It doesn't matter. So I'm following him in his shop, and he's like dropping fucking ass. And then finally he just, he just, he looks, he fucking looks at me. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I got real bad gas. And just fucking let, let one rip like fucking dude. forever. And I was like, dude, yeah, Bob, I know you've got gas. I've been following you for 20 fucking minutes. I told my wife before, I've said that. I've said, I, I said, I said, I can't wait till I hit that certain age where you just don't give a shit anymore. You don't. And you don't do whatever eat. you want. And yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't market matter. marketplace is a funny place, and I bought <laughs> I, I I bought some blacksmith tools off there. But yeah, one one time I seen this leg vice for you know like uh, thirty bucks on there. Right. I was like, wow, I'm gonna get this. Yeah. And so this guy tells me to go to this address, and it's there's just this uh, pile of junk out in the middle of a farm field. Oh. That... And, and, there, and there's like nobody there. Yeah. And he's like, hey, do you see the leg vice? And he's, I was like, yeah. He's like, do you like it? I was like, yeah. And he was like, put the money in this box. Oh, in my what God. What the hell? Yeah. So, what so, the hell? So I just uh, put the money in there and left with it. Oh, my <laughs> wow. God. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, talk about honor system. Was there anything else good in that pile? No. no. And I kind of just wanted to get out of there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know if there was a scope on me or something. Yeah. You know? Seriously. He's probably I, I, watching I, you on the phone. Yeah. Bend, bend over and put the money <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <No. laughs> oh, and and you reach in. See, it's all like greasy and oily. Like, like, what the fuck? I'm like the total opposite. You say you go on like these tangents where you don't look on Craigslist. So I'm like. I will only look on Craigslist and everybody else is like, Oh, why don't you ever look at marketplace? I'm oh, like, cause yeah. I don't even, I don't even like opening up the Facebook app. It just oh, like, yeah. there's so many trolls and negative bullshit on there. I don't even like, it just bugs me. Like they yeah. should make marketplace like its own thing. They really like, should like take it away from Facebook and just turn it into a Craigslist. Just, you know, yeah, like take stand, it out of standalone, standalone prog- program. Yeah. yeah. And then it would be worth a fuck because like, and plus, people on there are pretty fucking nutty. You know oh, what dude. I mean? Dude, so they're the pretty trans- nutty. The, the transaction before the air compressor, I bought a Wilton Bullet Vice. New yeah. old, new old. It was like new old stock type. No new. shit. Seriously, it was, it was fucking pristine, and Did you it post was about it. In my story. Um, uh, well, I don't watch your story, so. And it was, <laughs> it was, Chicago, the Chicago era one, so it was really old. And, dude, like, I knew it was shady as fuck. Like, you know those deals that you're like, kind of like you, Michael. Like, I don't know what's going yeah. on here, but something yeah. feels wrong. And the guy's like, yeah, just pull up to my, pull up to the apartment. And uh, I'll come up there with my Fiero. It's always weird. And, it's always weird. And I go, and he pops open the fucking trunk. And here's this vice. I mean, like, fucking light burst coming off this freaking vice. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's beautiful, <laughs> yeah. and and uh, he was like, uh, w- w- "Would you take w- um, w- would you give me two hundred and fifty bucks for it?" And I was like, "Yeah, he- here's my money." And then he starts to go, "Do you want this? And do you want this? And oh, that's and, so and here awkward. and here's this tool thing that's and so this awkward." Is, and I was like, "Dude, I'm just here for the vice." And he's like, <laughs> "All right." 
and like he waves and smiles. Dude, it looked like grandma's fucking front teeth, like someone was throwing a bowling ball <laughs> at this guy's fucking mouth. Dude, let, seriously. Let me ask you this. I've gotten them before where like they start like you show up to get something. I bought a drill press one time. I show up, I'm in the guy's garage, and he's like, Oh, what else do you buy? I start telling him, I was like, any you know, anything tool related, I'm into. Oh, come in the house. I'm like, oh, oh God, Jesus. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> You're like looking me. for an escape at all <laughs> the time. Stupid <laughs> wrenches and bullshit and like, ugh. Yeah, and he a... locks the door behind you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had that I, I just do times. that to keep the draft down. And uh, see, don't, uh, don't mind my... all that. Don't mind that vat of uh, Vaseline yeah, and kitty litter right, over there. Don't right. worry about it. <laughs> All these times, like, I'll wake up butt-ass early in the morning to go drive wherever to go find some tools, and I'll just randomly text my wife the address, and she'll be like, why did you text me an address just out of the blue? I'm like, well, if I never returned and there was no body, like, this is the last place I was. Holy fuck. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'll tell you one more creepy story from the marketplace is uh, I seen this Milwaukee Porter band for 50 bucks. I'm like, wow, that's a steal. That's a good deal. And so I go to this guy's house. He's like, well, he goes, if you come right now, you could have it for 30 bucks. And I was like, okay. So I go over there and knock on his door and there's a, he opens the door and there's a bunch of people in the dark sitting like Indian style in a circle. And and he's like, and he's like, Hey, uh, come out to the garage. (laughs) And, uh, I, I walk around back to the garage and he opens it up and he's like, wait a minute, it's in the house. And what? So he, yeah, we so were get, we were just there. Red flag. <laughs> red flags yeah. are flying. So, so I'm not going in, but he he grabs it and shows it to me. He's like, "Hey, uh, you want to see if it works?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, uh, we don't have any electric in the house, so we're gonna have to walk across the street to my uh, mother-in-law's house." So we walk across the street, and he plugs it in. It shows me it works, and I'm like, he's like, you want it? I was like, yeah. So I like hurry up and get it and get out of there. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> I and thought as, it was gonna be. You're, and as you're <laughs> pulling away, someone's like, give me my fucking stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be. Uh, do you want to see if it works? Because we just so happen to have these chickens here that we were getting ready to sacrifice. God. <laughs> yeah, and he said his, him and his buddies they just uh, flip stuff all day. So I was like, yeah, okay, flip, thirty dollars, yeah, thirty dollars <laughs> for a porta band, and you had to go see some weird seance going on. I probably, <laughs> yeah. I probably would have did it because that's a three hundred dollars saw. I probably would have did it for thirty bucks. Dude, like, they flip stuff all day. Dude, they're stealing <laughs> shit and fucking turning it. Yeah, this is, you don't know that. Maybe Dude. you guys getting rid of everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. And why the fuck would this idiot have this tool? Oh, There's man. no reason. You never <laughs> know. At all. Dude, yeah. seriously. Just like that fucking idiot asshole. Why does he have a 19 fucking 50 or 45 Wilton bullet vice that is what dead What size mint? was that? What size was it again? Four inch. Oh. Uh, yeah. Dead mint is when they come in the Wilton wooden box. Okay. So it's not <laughs> dead. It wasn't dead mint. I, I get was, what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying. It was like a fucking nine. Okay? Yeah. Hell yeah. The, the, jaw, the jaws had never even been fucking touched. You, you had to have wow. it. Had to and have it. it's just sitting on my back. Fucking <laughs> it's, not, it's not even bolted down. Or hey, you know, Roy just got a new compressor. I was always curious. Paul's told me before, but does that, uh, the big blue, that's an air hammer. For a lot of people that don't know, it actually runs on an air compressor. It doesn't make its own air. Yeah. What? What is the actual size of compressor that you need to run that hammer? 
Um, the actual size, starting size, is probably a seven and a half horsepower, eighty gallon. Okay. And they said it would work really good, you know, under a, a ten horsepower. But when I started, I had a, a five horsepower single stage. Yeah, and, which is pretty much what everybody really has in there. Yeah, and and I had a regular like three eighths hose to my power hammer. Yeah. And you really need the big compressor, seven and a half horse, and you need the one inch hose. And two stage, two stage compressor. Yeah, two stage yeah. for it to get the full effect. A lot of people uh, talk, you know, you know, down about them, but it's. I've been to a lot of shops and they didn't have the, the big enough compressor. Right, or the, right. Or the hose wasn't one inch, just stuff like that. Yeah, I got you. So it's it's another added expense, but I mean. I mean, yeah. what's a compressor like that cost new? Fifteen hundred bucks? It's like two grand. Two grand? Okay. Yeah. Jeez, that's a lot of money. And you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't want to buy a compressor," but it's it's nice to have a compressor for your shop, you know, to use other tools with. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're not. My Can fucking you... com- my compressor went down last week. Um, it was on Thursday, and on Friday, I had to buy a fucking another one. I have to have an air compressor oh, wow, yeah. to be able to from run old, my shop. From old Forty McFarting Leroy Dude, over there. It was. <laughs> hey, you got to put you on the compressor. You just had to smell a little shit while you were buying. <laughs> so, and this one was seriously new old stock. It had the warning label around the fucking yeah. plug. It said, consult manual for break-in period. It oh, had never yeah. even been fucking plugged in. Damn. So I didn't mind, and it was a fuck. It was probably the end of the era when Craftsman was still making stuff in the yeah. U.S. It's a it's a fucking U.S. made compressor, um, and I, I paid three hundred bucks for it, and it's just a, a twenty five gallon four horse. So it's small. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. If for what I was you gonna, use it for? Yeah, for what I yeah, use it for, perfect. it's perfect. Yeah. But, I mean, my point is, is if I had three hundred dollars to go out and spend on fucking, you're gonna a get a piece of shit. A total piece of shit from yeah. fucking Amazon or Harbor Freight or fucking yep. Home Depot or any of that horse shit. It's just garbage. Yep. Absolute fucking garbage. It's crazy. Shit's not made like it used to be. No, it's stupid. So it's what else is stupid. up with the axe world, Roy? Um, so I did that little carver that was not a collaboration. I just happened to know a blacksmith that made the head. Um, whatever. And one of my friends uh, down in Kentucky wanted a little carving piece. Shout so out, shout that out for to him. the shout out to the elder Angle. He makes and, he makes a nice axe. He does. Nice oh, axe. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm surprised that you remember who he was. Yeah, he's good. You, you don't pay attention. And to then you need some. Well, I pay attention to the shit that matters. The blacksmith guys. The uh, handle material little bit of so yeah um about a month ago or so i went to my local lumber mill and i picked up i don't know how many fucking board feet but i he had 150 or 125 board feet of curly hickory so i've been running through that pretty quickly um it's gorgeous stuff and some you know some some pieces of lumber have more figure in it than others um but by and large, they, the handles that I've been turning out have been really nice. And I did that one laminate for my guy. Right. Hickory, it was a cherry core, and I did the curly hickory on the outside. And immediately someone said, oh, I really like that. Will you make that for me? So I made it for another guy. And then I had a local customer come over, um, I think, on Saturday or Friday or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, he was like, man, I, I really like that 
crazy laminate handle that you did. Can I have that on a double bit? So, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that again. Um, and, it, like, I'm sure, Michael, Chris, you run into that, too. You make something really cool, and everyone's like, I want it, I want it, I want it. And then, yeah. like, you do a whole, like, you, you stand back and look at your feed, and it's like, well, goddamn, the last eight posts are essentially <laughs> the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. You, People you, are strange. <laughs> You got to fucking take it when it comes, though. I mean, it's good business, and no one yeah. else... I shouldn't say no one else is doing it, because Thrain has been making laminate handle blanks for a long time. Long time, yeah. Um, so it's nothing new, but right. I'm I'm just doing something a little bit different. Doing and it your way. Doing it my way, yeah. Yeah. And, and they've been turning out nice. I'm really happy with them. So that's what's been going on with me. And yep. so, for the record, I've got three really cool axes in the works... They don't have anyone's fucking name on them. I don't have a buyer. I don't have a customer for them. I'm doing something that I've never done on these three pieces, and it's going to take me a little bit to do it, and it's going to be a fucking surprise because I'm rolling the dice on this. They could be, they could come out. They could fucking, be bombs, or they could be. <laughs> they could be banging or yeah, bombs. Yeah. I mean, ser- I got seriously. You. I got I mean, you. Just, you got to fucking take some chances. Why you know? don't you? Uh, I know you don't like. Uh, you want to stick to the American shit, but like, if you notice, like say that Carver that Mike just made, like people mm-hmm. fucking love those axes. I, like they don't I even don't care. know why they don't even care if they want to use, like they won't even use them for what their intended purpose is. They just love the style. You know, you call them like people call them Viking axes. Like, they're, you know, they're traditionally known as carvers. It's like, they do got a very cool look to them. I think that's what it is. And and the the bottle openers that we did, the carvers fucking, fucking sold out immediately, instantly. And it and was the, a style we weren't even gonna do. You know, it was an yeah, afterthought. Yeah. We weren't even gonna do the carver style. We were like, eh, let's just throw it and see what. Fucking instantly, everybody wanted those. I'm sold like, out. and that's the same way. I don't know how it is with. Uh, did you say those three axes you made were for a customer, or you put them on the website? Um, the the carving hatchet I made for myself. Yeah. And that was just a test. And but you could probably sell the shit out of them if you made them. Oh, people have been blowing me up yeah. for them. But, uh, you know, the only one I have is the Carver, and that's the one that I made. Right. And, uh, you, know, I think I'll, you know, I think I'll make a few for the website and just put them on there as I make them. Do you have a kind of a price range you're talking about? Uh, you don't have to I, tell me. It doesn't matter. Uh, yes and no. I haven't really thought about it. I kind of just want to look at see what other makers are selling their stuff for and you know i'm new to the axes so i don't really mm-hmm. know you know so what do you got what are you guys doing with the ones you just did roy that you did with the guy from the alder anvil where, where are they going no that was a one-off piece yeah okay that, but what's it what'd you do with the other ones did he sell them no listen motherfucker <laughs> so so here here's the deal right my buddy brandon at whiskey river he he sells axe handles axe all things axe-related, uh, pucks, wax, anything, handles out the fucking ass. But he is tapping into various makers along this way, right? So he, right. Knows, he knows Todd Elder. We have, we've all hung out. So Elder is making the heads. And then he had me make handles and hang them, and then had his buddy Colton do some leather work for the very first run. And then Brandon... Pays all the makers and then sells them on his website. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Are they uh, selling like instantly? Instant within minutes. Um, And and you have to and you you have to subscribe to his 
newsletter. newsletter. You know, it's like the inside track kind of thing. Yeah. But but since then, he's done I think three or four other releases where he's 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 using Elder Andal heads, but um, Messer. Uh, did leather work yeah. on one. Um, mm-hmm. Taylor grinds. He and where hung. where can people find these axes? Because you post them and then they're like gone. Whiskey WhiskeyRiverTrading.com, and you have to subscribe. They only released through his newsletter. Ah, okay. So that's how you can. That's the only way that you can get them. And so I've got a, a buddy that lives down in Kentucky that came up to my shop, did a, a lathe demo. And he was like, I really want one of those carvers. So I asked Brandon, do you mind if I do one outside of your little deal just as a one-off for my friend down in Kentucky? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And seriously, if anyone is listening to this, I'm not doing another one. The only ones that I'm doing with the Elder Anvil are going to be Brandon's um, like three or four-way collaboration. It's the only way you're going to get them. Yo, the axe axe guys are weird. You go, you motherfuckers are weird. Like, that's a lot of that's a lot of work into an axe. And like, I was just breezing through the prices. Like, that's not that expensive. Like, those are cheap. So, so he lists those for three oh five. Yeah, and you got three different dudes working on them. Like, badass leatherwork, nice woodwork, nice for like handmade everything. The whole three oh five. Like, fucking yep. axe guys. Reach in your goddamn pockets, you axe motherfuckers, and start spending <laughs> some fucking money. Thank you. Fucking $305. We're fucking blacksmiths out here selling hand, hammers for $200 that we fucking jam a stick of wood in and fucking yeah. punch, a lo- punch a fucking lug out of an eye and, and ship it. Yeah. Step your game up, axe people. Start spending some fucking money here. You fucking, you fucking blacksmith guys have no freaking style or fit and form when it comes to wood at no, all. No, dude, with, you know with why? With the exception because of Ben Snoor. He's, let me he's tell fucking you why. good. Okay, fair, fair N- style nothing against, nothing, nothing against you, uh, Michael. Fair I style have... hammers are different. <laughs> let me tell you why. Because this is really why people really don't give a shit. I mean, they <laughs> give a shit, but don't really give a shit. We're going to burn that fucking hammer, hammer handle. You're going to break that motherfucker. You're going to... You know, we're always setting hot work next to a hammer. It's like nothing is pretty about the hammer. It's the head that we care about, or, or the handle. We don't we don't give a shit about the 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 handle material. We give a shit about the head, because you're you're gonna burn that motherfucker. You're gonna use it to you're gonna use the handle to move something into place, and like it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's gonna burn. It's gonna fucking fall off. It's gonna break. It's gonna whatever. You know. I started so, putting so this, w- these these what? pretty curly ash ham- handles on those fucking hammers I was doing the wrought iron hammers just to do something different. Yeah, and then I'd send a little note every person that bought one. I sent a little note. I warranty the head for lifetime, but fuck that piece of wood. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> if it breaks, if it burns, whatever, it's on you. You know, it's like I, I don't get precious about, and I think a lot of guys don't get precious. Fuck, Michael finishes. Uh, carving a hand, a handmade handle, and then burns the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> some guys like burnt handles, man. And you've kind of like made a, uh, a na- not necessarily a, you already had a name for yourself, but your handle you can always I can spot a hoops hammer a mile away. Let's just say that. Yeah, and uh, they've yeah. been on Forge and Fire, and people are like, "Hey, I think I seen your hammer on there." Yeah. Then I don't watch Forge and Fire too much, so I'll go to that episode and see yeah. who it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can spot one of your and your uh, your hammer eye drifts. I mean, not drifts, uh, punches as well. I know those 
a mile so, away too. So some of your handles, I was scrolling through your feed. You do like a tiger stripe thing on it also. So that's yeah. really that's really unique. Not yeah, axe, axe guys aren't doing that. That's a spinoff from uh, the Pirate Forge. Pirate Forge handle, yeah. That's where I very first saw it at. The hammer yeah. he made for Wayne had that tiger stripe shit all around it. Fucking Wayne. God damn. <laughs> yeah, Wayne, man. if you're listening, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wayne's supposed to be sending me some wrought iron chain up, and I'm supposed to be forging some hammers. Dude. Collaboration. He so, got a score on that chain. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that this- shit's... This really is the nice. only thing that I have from Wayne. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah These nice. punches. I, man, I fucking used the shit out of this whenever I was working on my truck, and it came in fucking handy. So, wait, what? Wait, what? What were you doing with it on your truck? Trying to pound out fucking bolts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so. There you go, Wayne. There's your two <laughs> tests. If you want product tests, there you go. Send it to Roy. He'll do exactly what you're not supposed to do with the fucking tools. So, and dude, if listen. If it survives, then it's all good. So, my buddy JC, uh, he gave me a brass uh, leather setter a couple months ago. And uh, I'm reading the fucking book, How to Remove the Kingpins from the fucking Ford. And it says, take a piece of brass and drift it out. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I have no, I don't even have a piece of fucking brass. Right. And, and then... I go, oh, shit, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Fucking. Are you there? You're yeah. back. <laughs> go ahead. You're fine. Um, so I used fucking my rivet setter. And yeah. it And it looks like. Like you destroyed I mean, like, it. It's, it's destroyed totally it. fucked. It looks yeah. like a fucking a ball of brass now. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, man, I'm real fucking sorry, JC. It's crazy. All righty. Anyway. Well, hang on, back up. What do you? What's going on with you in your shop and all that? Give us a I have status no update. Idea. I have no idea. I haven't been here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna get back out there this week. I think. It's so fucking hot, dude. I was out there for like an hour today, and I'm like, Jesus, why is it so hot? We, any, we weren't even gonna turn. Ilya's like, we're not turning the forge on today. It's way too hot. So we just did a bunch of stuff out there. I'm waiting on uh, stuff to come in from Lincoln. I'm waiting on a concrete guy to come out, hopefully this week, and give me a quote on a pour so we can get the new shop put up out back, or at least the frame of the shop put out back. And that's it. I've kind of been on like a month-long vacation, and it feels yeah. fucking great. Wow. So, Michael, a little backstory. So What the fuck backstory? You, you and I were talking, like getting everything planned up. <laughs> we are going to fucking record last, yeah. last Thursday. And we're an hour away, less than an hour away from fucking recording <laughs> yeah. this goddamn podcast. And Chris called me. He's like, hey, yo, I'm piecing the fuck out. I'm going to the beach. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like down by your house? He's like, no, the motherfucking ocean. Yeah. See ya. And fucking I, clicks the phone and fucking takes the look, fuck off. Look. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, okay. I went to like Best Buy, got me some headphones. <laughs> you know? And well, then good. I was like, it was like, you know, half that. an hour before. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I'm in a situation where I've never been a planner. I'm not like a planner at all, like in my entire life. I don't really yeah. plan. So it, it and my, wi- my wife is kind of the same way, and we have this great relationship where she, if she goes, hey, we should go to the beach right now. I'm like, <laughs> we're going to the beach. <laughs> and we get the fucking, you know, pack shit up. And I'm like, we're not, neither of us are, did you pack this? Did you pack this? It's like. I'll just fucking buy it when I get down there. If I'm missing it, if I don't have it, I'll just buy it. And, like, that's how we've yeah. always been. And 
I, that's part of the reason why I just like randomly drive to New York or randomly drive to Texas. It's just like, I don't give a fuck. And I just want to go. And she's like, it's hot. Let's go to the beach for a couple days. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go to the beach. So, so Michael, Michael straight. And up. I apologize. Oh, so it, I, we were going to do the podcast and then it was like, she got home and I was like, I'm supposed to do the podcast at 730 and we're like driving over the Bay Bridge. I was like, I better call them and tell them. I'm not gonna, I'm not. And then I was like, oh, oh, you know what? The hotel we stay at has good Wi-Fi. I'll just do it when I get there. And I was like, well, I don't have headphones. Or, I was like, ah, fuck it. I text Mike. Yeah. I said, it, Mike, we'll just do it next week. <laughs> if my wife said that, I'd probably be out too. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, no. yeah, let's no, go to the beach. No, M- Michael, straight up. Chris what? thinks the beach is more important than you. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The beach is more important than all you motherfuckers. <laughs> my wife says, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the ocean, do some swimming, do some fishing. Grab my I'm, thongs. I'm already there, suckers. I'm gone. Get, pack the mankini. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I can't th- thank you enough for being on. Oh, yeah, very thanks. much appreciate it. I've been a fan of your work for a very, very long time. Uh, thank you so much for being on, man. You're Means in the, the top world. 200. You're in the top 200, oh, wow. baby. Fuck that top 200. You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, this is, this is the part of the show where we like to give a little bit of love to somebody out there, out and about, floating in the world of the internet. And, uh, Roy, do you have somebody in mind? Do you, I do. Like to go first? I'm going to go first. My buddy right. Taylor at Taylor Grinds. Um, Taylor Grinds. Super fucking cool guy. He's had my back for a while and some stupid, crazy shit's going on. And I'm going to go hang out with him in August uh, down at his place in North Carolina. He does great fucking work. He does crazy uh, axe mods. He does great hangs. He's just an all-around fucking awesome guy. So Taylor Grinds, check him out. Taylor Grinds. Hoops. You have somebody in mind? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Fox Forge, and it's... It's all lowercase, and it's F-A-W-K-E-S dot Forge on Instagram. That dude's amazing. And uh, he really inspired me when I was starting to make ambles. I think he's made a lot before I have. And he's just good all around. Making, he made a carving axe he sent me, and that's what inspired me to make mine. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, he makes hammers. And, uh, you know, I thought this guy was like, a, you know experience beyond his years you know but he's like in his 20s yeah and he he only has like a 16 ton press and an angle grinder you know yeah that dude makes some incredible looking anvils unbelievable yeah very very cool yeah fox forge is uh yeah fox.forge it's not fox like f-o-x it's f-a-w-k-e-s i believe yeah yeah dot forge and he's out in oregon right yeah yeah he's out in uh, grants pass oregon Awesome. And and I just love looking at all the Oregon. You know, I'm from Ohio, so like yeah. all, all, all the uh, scenery out there. Is yeah, the landscape is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been there many times. It's uh, wow. off a highway, uh, the I five corridor, and you go up on the highway 101. It is gorgeous. Yeah, dude, I want to go. You should. Uh, I got uh, Daniel Moss. He's I A Studios underscore Dan. Uh, he is a full-time artist, blacksmith, and engineer. He has a YouTube channel that is amazing. Uh, I believe his YouTube channel's t- channel is just Daniel Moss, but on Instagram you can find him I A Studios underscore Dan. 
uh, he just made this amazing uh, dragon thing inspired by the dragon twist and put up a video of it, and he's sending it to me. And I thought that was pretty freaking crazy that this yeah. guy made something that he wants to send to me. But either being before any of this shit, before he contacted me and asked me if it was cool if he did this and made the video, his videos on YouTube and his shop is fucking awesome. And he's super underrated. Uh, his work is super, super clean. He makes really nice tools. He just does all around great work. And he's got a fucking monster, massive, awesome, massy power hammer that is just like a beautiful fucking tool to watch work. Say so, his yeah. name again, please. It's uh, on Instagram. It's I a studios underscore Dan. I'm not really sure what the I a is, but, uh, Daniel Moss is his name on, uh, is his real name. And I believe that is his YouTube channel as well, but I could be, yeah. Daniel Moss on YouTube. He's a badass dude. Good Whoa. blacksmith. That dragon looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Isn't it? Golly. This whole video of him making that and forging the head and everything, and he's going to send it out this week sometime, so I'm pretty honored. He, to... he looks like he's a hammer maker also. Yeah, he makes some really clean tools. So yeah. How many how much. many hammer makers do you think are out there, like, that you know of? And Michael, chime in if you want Shit. to. Over the um, last... There's a lot now, huh? I could... I would probably guess 50, but I only really know of probably, like, 20... <laughs> Maybe. You mean that are doing it full time? Uh, I'd say, I don't know. Full time, it, it's hard to tell. Uh, yeah, people always tell me that there's more now than there was when I started. Not quite like knife knife makers though. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's like thousands. Yeah. There's well, fucking what, thousands. Whatever. What I find really interesting about what you all do, Michael, is that, I mean, it's a fucking hammer. How much? How much variation can you have in a hammer? But your yeah. style, your style is so unique and so cool. Ben Snoor's is so unique and so cool. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure that you know there there are tons of other guys that are really unique yeah. and really cool. Um, I just find that amazing because it's so simple. Yet, I got to say something real quick. You got to fart. Know, I, I know Mike. <laughs> I know Mike knows him, but he's a good buddy of mine. Aaron Sergal has just recently started posting again on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Those most recent hammers he's done are fucking... Oh, I've seen them. They are beautiful. They are out of this world beautiful. And, uh, yeah. So, Aaron Sergal, every... That that kid, when he started posting, uh, you know, when I started following him, every single post he put up was dead nuts inspiring, and I didn't give a shit about hammers. But everything he did was so artful and, like, so clean and just the chisel work on it it was just crazy oh, yeah. i mean in the most recent stuff he just started posting i was like how do you reinvent the wheel again like the the guy keeps on doing it like he keeps on making new style hammers and just yeah. like it's so the the most recent ones he did i was like holy shit ben yeah. ben texted me like right after that post and he's like i gotta own that hammer that's that hammer is <laughs> so fucking cool looking send me a link so i will but yeah Thanks again, Michael. Thank you. you find thank you. Michael on Instagram at michael.hoops.bs. Hey, thanks for having me, too. So. Yeah, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. That is a wrap on the Axe and Podcast.